Blog Talk Radio. Strowman come out as well. And he laid down the challenge for the current Universal Champion. I noticed something that I will, you know, during the last bit of the show. As concerning Seth Rollins, and it's really great how they're all doing this. Seth, the fiend, or Bray Wyatt, same guy, nice, but you know, the elements of the show, 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 reason why I titled tonight's show, why you, let's see here, why you shouldn't jump ship just yet, no, wait, before you jump WWE ship, allow me to elaborate. <clears throat> As I cough up phlegm It is quite late in New York Folks but you know I'm doing this little Mad science experiment If you will So anyways the night started off with another promo It wasn't that long Then the matches come Yay action The OC Luke Gallows Carl Anderson Versus the Viking Raiders Now it started off At an un- Not so level playing field between the OC and the Viking Raiders, AJ Styles, he gets involved. The referee did see them. Oh, where was the event? Oh, yeah. The new Chase Arena, the Chase Guard Arena in San Francisco. Looks like it's a very nice arena, too. Anyways, as I was saying before I keep interrupting myself, 
at least there was not a 12 to 14 minute promo about what happened to Seth Rollins, what he's going to do, what he intends to do about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, there was straight up action after that, so I'm happy as a clam. Somewhat, all right? So, here's what I'm going to tell you. Good ebb and flow tonight. And the match that stole the entire show, without question. Well, there's two matches, you know, that put things to rest. As far as a yawn, the negativity goes. <clears throat> Nikki Cross versus Sasha Banks. That match was really good. The pace was really good. Um, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable have put on really good matches. That's why I mean things are just clicking in that regard. Uh, the tag team match was a little dull to me. If you ask personally, what I thought. The Viking Raiders and the OC. Yeah, it had a good end and flow to it. AJ Styles though, got attacked by Cedric Alexander. Carmella is now the 24-7 champion. Wow. Okay. So, Truth now won the championship 17 times. The championship that really doesn't... I don't know. I'm not going to get into that just at this podcast juncture. So... There's a lot going on, folks, in WWE to make you think, okay, maybe it is a good thing that I watch both NXT and main roster kind of, you know, goes up and down in spurts. But anyway, so Carmella wins the championship, a 24-7 championship. Rusev, I didn't know where EC3 had been. They finally put him on the show, and he looks like, you know, he's ready to go. Then Rusev comes along and... And basically destroys EC3. He had a fatal five-way elimination match, which I don't know what the WWE's obsession is with this shit, but it was it was good. It was great to see Bobby Roode get in the finals with Rey Mysterio, a legend in his own right. But I think the crowd heavily favored Rey because why? He's from San, he's from the Cali, you know, the state of Cali. No, no, no. Rey Mysterio's an underdog. Everyone loves the underdog story. Kofi Kingston, anyone? Kofi was a huge underdog, won the championship at WrestleMania 35. For those of you who had forgotten. And uh, speaking of Kofi Kingston, they did a promo that segued into showing that for the first time ever, on a Friday night in 15, 16 glorious years, Mr. Lesnar will now be viable to fight Kofi Kingston for said WWE World Heavyweight Championship gold. We're not going to see that title, are we? Or, 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 big or, you know, not the one you paddle with. The point is, or, Kofi Kingston could be a super Kofi and beat that nothing for no good lazy Lesnar. 
who makes $12.5 million. Your reigning, former, defending, did he defend? Heavyweight champion, World Wrestling Entertainment, you know. I just, I believe that sometimes they do surprise you. And then sometimes there's always that fat chance that we as critics or cynics or what, what, what's the word? Fans could be wrong. <laughs> we want to see what we think in our heads. Some of you are stupid. Actually, let me rephrase that song. We want to see what we think in our heads will happen. Then again, that's a bad choice of scenarios. Out in the ring, we shall see. After all, it's called an S-H-O-W show. Where you can cheer, where you can boo. Part of that wrestling world. Okay, see, it's late when I start singing the tune of Little Mermaid, because fuck's sakes, I don't know. The point is, well, we can take a guess. We can take a gander as to what's going to happen with the World Heavyweight Championship with Kofi Kingston. Well, on the 4th, I'll be at Wrestling Revolver, and I'm pretty sure I can get the play-by-play, you know, online, because that's just so easy, right? It's so accessible. Plus, we get updates online of who wins and who loses. So, sometimes, sometimes, You yawn and you say I'm a wrestling fan And I am going to watch Whatever I see And not complain Least likely About the results Well one referee was really out of position. Ah, you know, he made it interesting. He could have, uh, dude, I don't know if that changed anything if the results were so speed the way they were. I'm pretty sure the Viking Raiders would have won anyway, seeing as how he had to eject AJ Styles during the match. But the one tidbit that I could nitpick at was one referee was out of position. And I think that did cost the club the match because the next thing you know, you see Carl Anderson get picked up and power slammed into the mat one, two, three. So, again, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of reasons, not just things, there's a lot of factors into why you shouldn't jump ship just yet. Because one or two matches can actually bring you, draw you back in if you're a true wrestling fan, right? Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, you two did a phenomenal job putting on a match. Uh, Lacey Evans, Ember Moon, wow. I mean, the sequence where 
Ember's lying at the end of the mat. And she literally gives Lacey Evans a stunner on the outside. Great job. Now, speaking of Lacey Evans, <laughs> some may say she's setting the women's movement back. Actually, some a lot. She put on a good match. I guess that brings her back in good graces. I don't know. And I don't really... I don't really care because her feud with Natalia. I don't, honestly, dude, um, my humble opinion of the match between Natty and, and Lacey will be another sleeper. And Natty, you know, she puts forth her best effort in the training majority of these women that come through the Mae Young Classic and all the women anyways. So, yes, Natalia said it won't be a submission. I won't be satisfied until she actually learns a proper sharpshooter and what it feels like to tap out. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. That's kind of a bore to me. And it's actually a, a big, big snooze fest. Big time snooze fest. Lacey and Natalia? Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, whatever. Match that I thought, you know, got match of the night quality was Nikki Cross versus Tasha Banks. And I'll keep repeating that. Those two put on one hell of a match. Match that went could have gone either way. And it's a rarity for Nikki Cross to be noticed like she is. I mean, it was next to the main event. Close to. Alexa Bliss did get involved, and she did help Nikki Cross. And a lot of fans are wondering, when is Alexa going to turn on Nikki and when is Nikki going to turn? I, you know what? Again, there are reasons why you don't want to jump WWE ship just yet. And before you jump WWE ship, take a note at some of the matches that are being on the card, you know, as far as WWE Raw goes. Sometimes SmackDown Live does have gems. Okay. So, yes, Bailey did get involved, and had she not gotten involved, Nikki would have won. It would have been all dandy, wouldn't it? The tree hugger and the boss. I mean, we all take a good understanding of what, how these, you know, they're building Sasha up before hell and stuff, and I think we'll all be dandy. All right. And again, she did beat Nikki Cross, and they feed Nikki Cross to practically every babyface or heel that's in existence, right, before a pay-per-view, or does Nikki even care? Yes, she does. Obviously, to the point where she told the interviewer that people should be able to read um, Alexa Bliss's mind. Some of you are saying, wow, this is this show is a train wreck and a half. I'll admit, I had a hard time watching the main event. Until the tidbit end of it. Let me elaborate, shall I? When the Fiend gave Braun Strowman the mandible claw, that part was... 
the part where the fiend came after Seth Rollins, and all you heard was the maniacal laughter of the fiend Bray Wyatt. I mean, who knows? Well, it's going to go down at home, so we all, like I said, we all don't know. Seth Rollins may lose his WWE championship. A lot of titles might change hands. Becky Lynch versus Sasha. I can almost guarantee you. <laughs> Some people believe that Sasha Banks will walk away champion. I don't know if that's necessarily true because we said that at Clash of Champions and she didn't really get a match because, well, Lynch hit a referee with a chair. So, some of your theories go out the window if you listen to Meltzer all the time. I mean, what a gossip he is. Some people say mentioning him. Some people want to know. <laughs> I'm saying that phrase a lot. My apologies. In the wrestling world, fans are saying, Mr. Meltzer's word means a lot because it actually will come true, whatever he says. I don't believe a word he says in some instances. Now, the only thing that I look at of Meltzer's is the TV ratings, you know, where Monday Night Raw was, where SmackDown Live was for a whole week or a month or whatever. That's the only bit of wrestling news that I will trust from Mr. Meltzer. Why, you may ask? Because that poor bastard tried to guess what would happen at WrestleMania 34. Thank God you were not wrong when it came to 35, or else I would have emailed you and said, please shut the fuck up. The dirt sheets, you know, are dirt sheets. People can basically read what goes on. There's a whole lot of physical violence in WWE or lack thereof. They're getting more edgy, folks. They're getting more violent because they know they're going to Fox. And I'm excited for this version of of WWE because also, you know, one hour on the one hour on USA Network and another hour on WWE Network, so you don't lose NXT. So if you miss one half of the show, you get a recap throughout the show, anyways, right? During NXT's second half, which features the main event of whomever's facing whomever. I'm just gonna say it again. NXT is a mad science experiment. And they're not failing either. They're doing a wonderful job. Oh my gosh, 19 minutes into this shit. Anyhow, as I was saying, WWE, a lot of you have abandoned ship and said, Godspeed, I'm going to enjoy AEW. Well, you know, from what I have experienced in wrestling wars and others have experienced in wrestling wars, the best way to know your enemy is actually fucking watch them. And I think it's funny that at Hall of Fame, they're all having fun and games up until Hunter had to hear the chant, AE-dubs, AE-dubs. Shortly thereafter, folks, you know what happened? Hunter gets on the mic and says, yeah, keep chanting their name because in about five years we will outright own that company and certain things will occur. 
if he didn't say that, but Well, Triple H says it resonates because remember Impact is under new ownership now. It's gotten a lot better now that Sammy's helping run it. So I, I got to tell you, one of the biggest things tonight about tonight's show, at least they entertained us for a change. If you just stick with that formula, of entertaining the masses and, and keeping fans happy. It was the first, I think, it was, yeah, one of the first events in Chase Car Center in San Francisco. I mean, you hardly ever see matches in that, you know, area, unless it's L.A. or Oakland. And one once upon a time, they had it in Oakland, Monday Night Raw. Back when Pyro was allowed. So tonight's show, my total generalized assessment was the women kicked ass. You, I mean, there's no denying that the women kicked ass. Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, great dynamic in the match. Uh, Lacey Evans, Ember Moon, basic. You know, Grant, she grabbed her hair and gave her a woman's right. I find it amusing, though, that she could not beat her in NXT and that she beats her on main roster. But that's, you know... Just a friendly suggestion, when you have a majority of an NXT fan base and, and the casuals do not know of NXT, get them a DVD. <laughs> get them a DVD of all the takeovers and all the NXTs like Johnny Gargano, um, Candice LeRae. Get acclimated with NXT before you start spouting off at the mouth. Oh, and <clears throat> another thing. If you're not happy with WWE and you jump ship, I don't really give two flying fucks. The people that are saying the words, oh, I'm, I've already jumped ship and I'm a lot happier. I'm already, you know, been led to the promised land after all in. All out, you know, and it's funny. AEW, they have the same camera filters as WWE. They're well aware that there's a lot of former staff like Dustin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, you know, all of them awesome people. But I find it funny. Most of the things go, I find it funny. And I'll touch base with this on Off the Rails Uncensored. Do any does anybody know? Does anybody know that when you watch this crazy thing we call professional wrestling, this Ragnarok, this beautiful sport better known as professional wrestling, it's great to have competition. Do you know why? It's not just the insults that are come raining and cult of kayfabe or. Mark's podcast, you know, when they do their live feed. Comments are going to be raining in. AE Dubs is glad that they didn't sign Sasha. They signed a bunch of good women talent. Did AEW. The point I'm trying to make is, okay, so you don't jump ship unless things get super bad. 
some of you are saying, well, it already got bad because this factor, this factor, that factor. I still watch it because I have to report to you guys, and I feel bad if I don't report. So that's why I kind of did things late at 1.27 a.m. in the fucking morning, which I'm going to be paying for later today at work. So I'll just, you know, point this out for you. WWE has a tendency to, you know, rock back into the booking that no one really wants or likes, such as, you know, for the umpteenth time, let's do the same matches over and over again, just um, different people. It's called professional wrestling. It's called filling card. It's called whatever. So with that, you know, in mind, because I'm already on my little tyrannical rant, I do not own the rights to Nikki Cross's Glasgow Cross, produced by Jim Johnson. All rights reserved, 2002 through 2019. CFO and WWE, Jim Johnson, all rights reserved. NXT track, Glasgow Cross. I do not own the rights, nor do I wish to produce or mass produce the recording thereof, Glasgow Cross. All rights reserved to... Jim Johnson. All right, monkeys in truck. Oh, and by the way, if you have children, this is a personal disclaimer. Plug their ears with earwax or cotton balls. Language is very explicit on off the rails, uncensored. By the way, monkeys in truck, hit my music. Dig it. Just reading Instagram. Oh my goodness. Before you jump WWE shit, well, before you jump WWE shit, consider the following. Yes, ratings are low. Yes, women are holding the pieces of this puzzle together, and they're doing a fantastic job. Despite my utmost hatred you know, for Sasha Banks and all that she stands for, I do believe congratulations are in order for Nikki Cross and a one Sasha Banks for a match that basically gave life to that show. Yeah, the Fatal Five Way was fairly interesting, you know, with a lot of near falls and the waterfall effect of, Everyone hitting one of their big major moves, but now this is huge. So you had Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, Robert Roode, Rey Mysterio, oh, fucking Christ, 
I'm just going to be honest with people. I think Ray is doing a phenomenal job for a dude his age in the ring. I just don't – is the demand high for Ray, you know, to keep coming back on a full-time basis? No one will ever know. But don't – you know, there's little underdog stories that the WWE brings into their, their uh, arsenal. Tim Balor was an underdog against Lesnar and never won the championship. Ever since he's returned, I mean, when was the last time Ben Balor won a championship? Well, that's what I thought. Seth Rollins has won it several times. I guess, you know, you could truly call him the Beast Slayer. Um, anyway, so the reason why I'm all over the place folks, is it's one thirty-two in the morning. I might have to cut this short at 45 minutes into the episode, but we're going to continue. Jumping WWE ship, base WWE ship on, you know, one thing leading into another. Well, you know, it's called chain reaction. Sometimes events will go sequentially great for you, and other times it'll be really fairly shitty. One amusing part of the night, I guess, was... um, the twenty four yeah, the twenty four championship actually yeah. So switched hands like twenty six times. Jeez a little. Meaningless title. Guys won it seventeen times, you know, he's been with the company for about seventeen years. Does he mind being class clown? I don't know. I think that's very rude. You know, you got to have comedy in in wrestling. Some say you don't need comedy. You just need, well, you just need a life. (laughs) That's basically what some say. There's so much that went on tonight's show that it was kind of hard, you know, for some of us to keep up with. Like, the Fatal Five-Way felt like a, an Iron Man match again. Lengthy matches for big-time titles make sense. However, there's a certain flavor that was really touched tonight in a good way. Robert Roode and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio versus the world. There were some alliances early on, but, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura. He's had, you know, he's got the Intercontinental Championship. But it'd be nice to see him in a title picture when the time is right for whomever's making the decisions of when that time is right. Um, then you had Sami Zayn sitting out, you know, doing whatever he was doing sitting out. Oh, supporting Shinsuke. The pace of the match was fairly decent. The main event was really shitty, boring, you know. I mean, the crowd was ooing and aahing because this is San Francisco, let's face it. They were ooing and aahing because it's professional wrestling and that's how awesome this sport is. Okay, maybe that's not the reason. But what I'm trying to get at, folks, is before you jump ship, make sure that you jump ship for a hell of a lot of good reasons. That people should be able to name, like, okay, 
Wow, WWE had a steel cage match on Monday Night Raw. Go ahead and steal the idea because you stole one of my ideas. Nah, I'm just messing with you. But anyhow, I'm not going to spend the entire evening talking about how Sasha did WWE wrong, how 6ix9ine is ratting out everyone on creation. No, 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 no. Came out with a very, very good reason why, if you're going to say the word, who will outlast whom? No one knows something that, you know, stays in her case. makes no sense. And I'm, like I said, I might have to cut this short because I'm rambling all over the place, but let me just start over again, shall we? Not the entire episode, but people, fans, loved ones who watch wrestling, we want to see a show, right? We want to see if the wrestlers in front of us can understand how to pop a crowd. Oh, yes, yes. I now remember what I was saying. Chase Arena was up and popping. And it was... It was nice to see a full arena instead of tarp. Because I remember in 2008, when I still lived in Kansas City, I went to an event where there was probably barely even 10,000 people, and they were literally giving tickets away. And they had tarp as far as the eye can see, up in the sections that could have had seats. So, despite people saying, well, they're shitty now, <clears throat> I like to give AEW a chance because I've seen them already, you know, in three events, and I think it's only fair that I report both. And before you jump WWE ship, some of you have already said, well, I jumped ship and I'm completely happy. I think wrestling is great. The way it is, all their flippy, flippy shit that some do, like, oh, I don't know, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander and all the people from 205 Live. They make me wonder, you know, are the officials in WWE (laughs) taking note of what's being said? There's a lot of people. That will watch and say, oh, man, we did this two, three years ago. Oh, we did this 20 years ago. We did this 20 plus years ago with WCW and WWE. And it was such a grand old time. Just going through the Monday Night 
wars, wasn't it? You had your WCW fans, you had your WWE fans, and you had your outcasts like me, ECW fans. Three people from hell, Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and Paul Heyman are working together. Imagine that. And this isn't the first time that there's been a wrestling war that, despite what some say, we're not the greatest. Custard Glass Ben. Oh, wait, that's the, that's history. Hmm. My bad. Some people actually... The huddled masses are telling us, the AEW fans, that I used to watch WWE. I still do, maybe just a little bit, but not the main event. The Fiend came back tonight. Scared the ever-living shit out of Seth Rollins, and that dude does not scare easy. It was great, though, to see them gimmick this shit. You know, Although, my one gripe is Braun Strowman goes down without even giving the Fiend a fight. Oh, well. Anyways, folks. Like I said, some people are expanding their horizons and watching everything, like New Japan, WWE, AEW, ICW, Progress Wrestling, all that kind of bag of tricks, right? Ah, 22 minutes. Okay, so, yeah, WWE's rating on a decline. Because, demographically speaking, unless the NFL has a blowout, people will not flip their channels. Because there's some old school farts that will sit there and watch the TV, you know, the old-fashioned knob TV, and they'll say, oh, that wrestling. I mean, isn't that worth someone's while to know that you get a random Joe Blow viewer because the NFL has well sometimes they have exciting games on ESPN to combat professional wrestling actually when it comes to ratings and professional wrestling yeah WCW took it from 95 to 96 then WWE came storming right back they had the potential to get a few lawsuits or more, you know, with the Nation of Domination, Owen Hart wearing caution trunks and all kinds of shit. That's the kind of risk that was going on during the Monday Night Wars in professional wrestling. Now there's Wednesday Night Wars. They are going live, folks, because they really can't do this thing of, oh, it's pre-recorded, oh, it's taped. We're fucked, we're fucked, someone get the meat. NXT is run by a genius. And by genius, I mean Hunter. People, let me inform you of this. Before you jump ship, I think it wise that you watch both instead of just one. You won't be disappointed, is all I have to tell you, because when the Wednesday Night War starts, the one-upsmanship game begins, or that cook, or the concoct that cook the concoction. Shame that man might be busy. I said might be. 
or his father is probably, you know, busy to the maximum trying to figure out, okay, how do I get ratings? No. Okay. How does Vince keep producing quality product? Because if you don't invest or believe in your own product, I hate to say this, folks, but you're pretty much fucked if you don't invest in yourself and what you're trying to sell people, you know, as far as you're selling to the audience. Okay, this is how our product is. This is how our product is going to be on the red brand. Completely different from SmackDown Live. And before you jump ship, weigh the pros and cons of sticking with WWE. There's a lot of cons, yes. What are the pros? Couldn't tell you. Because here's the thing. I've been a wrestling fan my whole life, and I've seen what the wars have done to people's career in general. So, just going to point out, there's a, there was practically a revolving door from 97 to 99, because even Bret Hart came back to WCW before it closed its doors, you know, for good, in the year 2000, which is kind of sad, but, you know, if that didn't happen, you wouldn't have professional wrestling as is today. So, again, before you jump WWE ship, best be sure. I am sure I made the right decision. Oh, man, you're tripping. But look, WWE. AEW, All Elite Wrestling, headed by Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Tony Khan, and a few others. A competition is brewing. Question is, can people be civil, whether it be AEW or or Cash Shock? I'm gonna. Will people be still nice to, you know, WWE fans as far as professional wrestling? I'm going to lean on, we run into arguments in a group or two that, you know, chats about WWE. And by the way, chatting about WWE can be somewhat difficult when sometimes the show is a shit show and a half and the other times it makes us fans rejoice. Other times it makes us, you know, very leery of cheering a bald king. If you catch my drift, boring Corbin. Not a bad worker, but dear Lord, it is difficult to stay awake during a boring Corbin match. He's very entertaining as a heel. He's very animated. But when he gets in the ring, I just want to fucking fall asleep. So... And this is not, you know, oh, he has the three moves of doom. No, 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 no. This is more of, well, <clears throat> how to describe Baron or Boring Corbin. 
if he had a little bit more charisma, a little bit more uh, friendly attitude, he might. I mean, he might succeed. Of course, you know, he's already succeeding. You know why? Because he's big, he's strong, and he fits the Vince mold. Which is also what I'm going to be talking. Just, you know, I'm just going to speak on things just a little bit before I go on to bed. When someone wants a description of a WWE superstar... You get, well, we all have all shapes and sizes, all the way from Cedric Alexander to Buddy Murphy, and so on and so forth. And in the last 15 minutes, folks, before I get into a few things, invest in yourself. We're going to segue into the advertisements. Invest in yourself. Join the Monster Factory ASAP. Because they'll make your dreams of becoming a wrestler, announcer, commentator, ring, you know, ring MC, whatever you want to call it, ring announcer. You're going to make those dreams come true. And invest in yourself today by going to monsterfactory.org. That's monsterfactory.org. Be sure to not email the office and the number is right there on the website folks you have no excuse none whatsoever anyhow before you jump WWE ship keep in mind they've ran companies out of business only maybe a few times so in other words, let me just change this up real quick so I can make this make sense. WWE Raw tonight, my total assessment on that test pool of a fatal five-way, do or you know, get help, seek help, use it. Use what exactly? I've lost my mind, folks. I have now done a show. Oh, by the way, Lady Lynn was feeling under the weather today with a climate headache. You know, I blame Patrick Mahomes because he, you know, is the cause of all this weather changing around. Anyways, back to the last tidbit of my show. Jumping ship uh, is like the same equivalent thereof of bandwagon fans. If you're a fan of Manchester United and you decide to cheer for someone completely different or some other team, you're considered fair-weathered. But in wrestling, your fandom can only be one or the other. 
Let's see, I'm uncivil, has it? Exactly what I picture myself saying in my head when I watch, uh, you know, AEW fans get into it with WWE fans or vice versa. I think it's stupid because you're not missing out on just having friendly competition. I don't think AEW is friendly, you know. When in fact Cody Rhodes hit Triple H's replica, you know, replica of Triple H's chair, he hit it with a sledgehammer. Yet sometimes life happens. We all have to live by our decisions. Like Hunter has to live with his decision that he put NXT on the network and only got 1.2 million viewers. And my friend basically pointed out. I don't mind the network. I don't mind being, you know, on there for an hour. Because if you miss the first half on USA, you can just tune on the network and voila. It's right there. Anyways. Anyways. Way, whatever decision you make. Just understand, if you are not happy and you come back, I am going to laugh at you full tilt. That's just the type of person I am, you know me. I I tend to be more blunt and straightforward than most, especially when it comes to professional wrestling. So, that's that. We're going to cut things short, ladies and gentle folk. I know I've got ten minutes left, but before you jump WWE ship, make sure that it's a good decision. Because you never know. Both sides could be crummy at one point. You know, they're probably going to get high ratings because people are already getting the fucking MTV shirts. Anyways, or Miz TV shirts. My bad. Anyways, long story short. Wrestling should never be about, well, you like this group? Oh, great. Now we can't sit down or function unless we copy, you know, some, you know, a trend like Undisputed Era. Sometimes cats. That's what I'll respond with. Sometimes dogs. Because you asked, what are your your two favorite animals? I said, sometimes dogs and sometimes cats. Because both those group of animals are kind of difficult at times. Anyways. I said I was going to end the show. I lied. WWE, AEW. I'm excited to see. Have a good, you know, I'm excited to see people having good matches. I'm excited to see how AEW responds to WWE being their first month. NXT that is on the US Network. I want to I wanna gauge Samoa Joe a little bit more. That's all. All right, folks. And, and have discussions with you and talk with you, you know, through my Instagram, which is wrestle underscore radio dot com. By the way, you can also reach us on Facebook at Russell Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. I love y'all, but 
good old Brian Rails has to, um, <clears throat> well, I have to get up and, you know, I have to get ready in the morning, so this certified G message has been brought to you by Crazy Incorporated, where straight jackets are the new win. All right, that'll do it. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And I know it's not three words when I say forget about it, but it is, it is. So take a stand. Please. Take it. Hit my music, monkeys. <laughs> Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of something high.